0: That helps with the burden. That helps with making decisions about what mission and what ministry do we support and finance and focus on. But you're right, it is constant. Um, And you, you hate to say no, but there is such a thing as a good no. There's also such a thing as a bad yes.
1: You are listening to the Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for American church leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today is episode 33 He Ain't Heavy. He's my sister's second cousin's best friend's neighbor. Now, here's your hosts, Chet and Ben. Hey there, guest Tony. Hey, Chet. Hey,
0: you know, what's the
1: best
2: thing about living in Switzerland?
0: I don't know. Tell me. Well, the flag's
2: a big plus. Ugh. Well, I can't decide if I liked your reaction better, Ben, to that. Uh, that dad joke, or if I enjoyed (laughs) hearing, uh, uh, producer Brandon, uh, share the title of this
1: podcast. It's, it's a, it's a a toss up. That title's pretty good. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just really glad I didn't try and read that fresh. Like I practiced it. There (laughs) you go.
2: That took a second. There you go. Well, we're talking about, not about our sister's second cousin's best friend's neighbor. We are talking about passion and burden. And we're talking about bearing each other's burdens, mm-hmm. okay? And maybe even, and here's the beauty of it, okay, when we get to share in the passion mm-hmm. of others, yeah. Uh, when that kind of lines up with our life and stuff. And so how would you Ben? and, and I need to say this, our, our guest, Tony, uh, is Ben Snyder, my friend, he's the pastor of Carmel Friends Church. How would you describe, uh, the burden of your heart?
0: Um, burden's what I got to do. I have to just have to do it.
2: Um, there you go. It's compelling.
0: Yeah. Even if it's inconvenient and, uh, sometimes it can be really inconvenient.
2: Yeah. Especially
0: in ministry, you know, you, you got this burden and you have to do it. Yeah. And my burden is not everybody else's burden. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I just, I just totally spaced it. Uh, the, who was the guy that was called to uh, go to Nineveh? I just. To
0: Nineveh, the people Gideon, of Nineveh. Uh, no, uh, uh, Jonah. 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 Yeah, Jonah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah. Yeah, I you know, of swear, course, we're yeah. pastors. We know our scripture. Yeah, we Yeah, well, stuff.
2: you know, we just have these moments where all of a sudden you just blank
0: out, you know, and stuff. Jonah it, took three days off, so it's okay.
2: Jonah did, but Jonah had quote. It was a burden for Jonah. Yeah,
0: definitely not a passion.
2: He went. Tarshish was a much better place to go, okay, than yeah. than Nineveh. He had no desire to do that. And he get to. He got to. Yeah. First,
0: a, first foreign missionary. Yeah. That we see in Scripture. First well, foreign missionary. There you yeah. go. First submarine rider, probably. Too. You, you know, know so, what? You That's know. true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, does burden kind of ebb and flow? Do you think I mean, is there is are there seasons to where to where the burden of our heart is greater than others
0: or or I don't know what do you think? Oh, about that? I mean, yeah, I think burdens really informed by understanding and knowledge. Um, I did some work for a Christian nonprofit. We worked with Quakers all over the world. Uh, uh, fun fact, half the Quakers on the planet are in East Africa. So Kenya, Burundi, Rwanda, you know, Congo, places like that. So uh, when I first started working there, I had no burden to learn Swahili. Um, I still don't know much Swahili. My Swahili has come along uh, pole pole, which means slowly, slowly. Um, Well, they they think that's funny when I say pole pole. Okay. All right. Um, But yeah, finding finding out uh, about a a people to be served or to be ministered to, you know, uh, that awareness element, that changes all the time. And then the need changes all the time, too. You, know, you hmm. find out one ministry, hey, it's doing great, um, got lots of people supporting it. Might not need my help right now, hmm. but then you find out about another ministry, um, and the Lord just is opening that up to you. Hey, you know this is this is something I need you to do. Do you think that that
2: need, okay, or that 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 lack or that want, okay, do you think that usually accompanies burden? I mean, can you be burdened for something
0: that's that's already successful? I think so yeah just to just to participate in it, just to be part of it or to see how maybe uh, I think God often calls us into ministries f- to help us as much as to help someone else Now d- yeah. you know uh, don't I, I hate the the ideology that we sometimes have in the church that I went to do this ministry and I changed so much and it was such a good thing for me and yeah. it was such a good way for me to grow and the talk is all about how the ministry helped me myself, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that God does sometimes lead us to help others so that we can grow through the process of helping others grow.
2: Okay, now I told you beforehand that you reminded me of, of a story. Yeah. Okay. And here's, here's my quick story and the lesson I learned from it. I had this young lady come to me uh, at my previous church and, and she said hey I want to go down to this inner city church and I want to serve a meal mm-hmm. once a month mm-hmm. just once a month and we're going to go down and it's hot dogs and macaroni and cheese and blah, blah, blah. we're going to go serve the homeless and do this once a month and I want to know if I can recruit some people from the church uh, that we could go down there and do this. And we had been down to this church on several occasions to do joint services and mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. So there was an awareness of this mm-hmm. place. In my enthusiasm, I was like, absolutely, mm-hmm. you can do that. That's great. That's awesome. Let's do this. You know, I'll help you promote it and cheerlead it and all that kind. Yeah. And 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 so uh, week week one, okay, month one, they had about 15 people went down when there was only about... There's only about three or four things for people to do, but sure. there's about 15 people that went down to mm-hmm. be a part of this meal. You Probably can guess where this is going. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. The next month they had about 11. Okay. Third month, guess what? There's about six. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Until about the fourth or fifth month, it's just her and this other person. Mm-hmm. And she comes to me, and she she makes this statement to me. She said. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this church really cares. Mm. I, knew and you th- t- I knew where that was going. She was just crushed. Yeah, I mean, she was just really, really hurt. Mm-hmm. And she didn't, and, and here's the mistake that I made. And here's the sad point, and then it gets even worse, okay? She ended up leaving the church. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, because, quote, nobody cared. Well, mm. what I should have done And I had pastored for a number of years up to that point. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like I was brand new. What I should have done is sat down with her and said, I think this is fantastic and Mm -hmm. you need to do this and we'll get behind you and we'll promote and everything. But please understand, your passion is not necessarily somebody else's passion. Amen.
0: Yeah. That's 100% accurate. And
2: they yeah. love Jesus with all their heart. Mm. And it's not a personal reflection on you or their heart for anybody else, but you have to understand this is what God's placed on your heart mm. and you need to be prepared to go do this. If nobody yeah. helps you, cause I cannot guarantee that. Right. I think she probably would have still been in that church. i Sure. sure she picked it. she ended up in another church that's all good yeah but you know what I'm saying you know yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah. I mean it, it, it's it's something you know to to really consider is that w- we think that our burden what weighs heavy on us is is you know you you were sharing scripture with me earlier yeah. you know
0: yeah. yeah, the burden versus the load. Like yeah. we're we're called to help each other with their burdens, but everybody's supposed to carry their own load. And those are those are different words. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the verse off the top of my yeah. head, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's some there's something to that. Yeah. I mean, everybody is given their own burden. Yeah, uh, we might you know say that we need to help each other with that, but everybody is given a ministry. Everybody has different gifting. Yeah, and I think yeah. God is meeting us where we are for what we're gifted to do what we're called to do, what we're passionate about, what we have as a burden in ministry, if we're more honest with each other, we acknowledge that, you know, what I'm called to do might not be the exact same thing somebody else is called to do. And that's okay. That's the beautiful thing about ministry. We're all helping in the ways that God has called us, sometimes together, sometimes independently, individually. Uh, That's good. That's healthy.
2: Well, let's talk about that. Does, Does burden then influence vision?
0: I think so. I or, mean, or, when, yeah. can you,
2: could you say just the opposite, that vision sometimes, because you, you said that there's an education kind of component to yeah, this. Yeah. Does vision, uh, you know, yield burden? I mean, you could kind of you know, work them both ways.
0: Yeah. Um, I even think sometimes a burden can get in the way of vision. It depends on what. Huh. Uh, well, so, like, for example, uh, that lady uh, felt uh, that, that from the story you told, she felt a burden to go and do that right. ministry. Right. That's great. Right. That may not be the ministry of the church at the time. Right. It could be her ministry. Right. Um, but not the collective vision. I think, I think an entire church can have the same burden for mission or burden for ministry. And then we can agree on that big vision for everybody and then help others follow other visions and other ministries as they feel called to do so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, becoming more aware of the need in a community, in a culture, uh, I think that really lays a burden on people's hearts. That's why, that's why you have all these commercials that, you know, put a guilt trip on you about, you know, well, save the children or save the pets or sa- and those are all good visions or good ministries. Yeah. Um, yeah. but they're trying to lay that burden on everybody. Everybody. Let me. Not let me, everybody's going to pick it up. All right. Let
2: me uh, pull out my soapbox now. Okay. okay right. You know, nobody I'll, can see this. Okay, I'll allow it. Pulling out the soapbox. You box. should see this
0: box he's pulling. out.
2: Yeah, it's huge. And let me get up on this soapbox just for a second. Uh, I, I don't think I do not want to exaggerate. I think we had either a charitable. Uh, uh appeal, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Uh, a benevolence kind of appeal, sure. or a missions uh, appeal, uh, we averaged one a week uh, all year long. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's constant.
2: Constant. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand that mm-hmm. about the pastor and about the yep. church administration and things like that. Mm-hmm. You, In fact, we get so many missions appeals... So many quote burdens. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good, you ministries. Know? And sure. good ministries, they are good ministries. You know, but but we get so many of them that honestly, as a as a pastor, mm-hmm. I found myself kind of growing numb a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah. that I'm like, because how do you how do you emotionally deal with that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. With
2: so many different appeals pulling you so many different directions, and yeah. you, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, and right, you know, yeah. So much resources. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, as a practical consideration, I give a lot of it to my secretary. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, can you screen some of these calls for me? Can you, you know? Now, I I'm fortunate in my church. Um, I have no real authority. I joke about that, you know. Uh, but as a pastor at a friends meeting, we make decisions as as a group. Yeah. That helps with the burden. That helps with making decisions about what mission and what ministry do we support and finance and focus on. But you're right, it is constant. Um, and you, you hate to say no, but there is such a thing as a good no. There's also such a thing as a bad yes. And Ooh, to, that,
2: that's to, there, there's something right there. Yeah, we to could say park yes right there that. for a while yeah. if we yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, what other questions you
0: got though? Well, like, the uh, very last what do you want question. To talk
2: about? The very last question you've kind of just started in on mm-hmm. that a little bit is so how do you create room kind of for individuality for mm-hmm. The expression of burden. How do you do that yeah. in a church um, with you know with you've got a hundred people, you've got a hundred different perspectives, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. so what's that process? You've kind of explained that just a little bit, but
0: yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's just like the the door. You know, they're trying to you know get access to yeah. Because honestly, it comes down to uh, access of time and and uh, resources, and uh, you know, there's the ask. You know, yeah. somebody asking, "Would you participate in our ministry? Would you give financial funds?" Would you know? And I think most people in churches they want to help. They want to minister. They do. Uh, they want to, you know. Uh, but figuring out.
2: I don't think it's a matter of heart. No, it's is never what I'm trying I, to say. I, yeah, exactly. It's never been
0: a matter of heart, from yeah. what I can tell. Yeah. People are happy to help as they are able and as they feel called. Yeah. For me, practically. Um, somebody comes in and says, hey, pastor, I've got this new ministry. Right. And I swear it's not a Ponzi scheme, right? so, you know, or, or whatever it happens to be. Uh, yeah. I mean, the first step for me is I always encourage them. I said, y- you and I, let's pray about it. Yeah. We'll pray about it together. We'll pray about it for a week, a month, however long it takes. Yeah. Sometimes they don't like that answer. They think they need a snappier you know, yeah. response. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of times I think that's, that's the first and most important step give some people some time to think about it. You know, give me some more information. You yeah. know, find find some more info on the website. Is there somebody I can talk to about this ministry? Right. I mean, I took a chance on you, Chet, when you came That's in that true. day. That's true. Um, and I said, hey, let's let's think about this. Let's Absolutely. talk to this Chet guy. Yeah. And so we chatted, and uh, yeah. I think uh, we bought each other some coffees. Yeah, and we did. Uh, well, here, yeah. here we are. Yeah. You know, that turned Absolutely. into... Uh, A ministry. Absolutely, uh, I wouldn't call you a burden. Yeah, well, I like to think it's more of a passion to you know do this ministry with you together. I appreciate that. You know, it it remind
2: you were saying that, and I thought, you know, I I've had a burden since retiring from the pulpit. Okay, Mm -hmm. I've had a burden for pastors because I know I know that there's a bunch of guys out there that have questioned whether they want to continue in this pandemic yeah. okay mm-hmm. uh whether whether they they have the emotional energy to to withstand another mm-hmm. challenge in the church and uh there's just a, a there's a there's a bunch of guys like that now now and so i i i've took this burden and have just kind of launched into this ministry mm-hmm. and yet you and i have talked about how many of these guys, even the very guys that need some of the encouragement the most, yeah. Yeah. how independent they are, mm-hmm. and how difficult it is to kind of get through that exterior, to kind of come from the outside yeah. and work your way on the inside.
0: I think you a lot know? of guys have too much on their plate. Yeah. Way too much on their plate. You yeah. You know that saying, uh, you know, you got to pick your battles? Yeah. Some pastors need to put more battles back. Back, put them back on the shelf. Well, and they don't fear battles. Yeah, and they don't trust and and things like that. And so you're just,
2: you know, so what I have found is uh, that uh, I feel like the Holy Spirit is leading to uh, to develop some different resources for pastors, Mm -hmm. where the pastor may not give us an opportunity to minister to him personally he may give us an opportunity to help him in ministering to his congregation. Yeah. And, and in that way, kind of the back door, if you will, we can still be an encouragement to that guy.
0: Well, I'm thankful for your burden and your passion.
2: Well, I appreciate that, yeah. man. I appreciate that. That means a lot and stuff. Hey, appreciate your time, and uh, God bless. God bless you, Chet. All right. We'll catch you guys next next week.
1: Thank you for listening to The Resolute Podcast. If you want to check out the show notes from today's episode or want to learn more about joining a cohort, go to decisionmentoring.com. The Resolute Podcast is available every Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss new episodes. And finally, please consider rating us and sharing this episode to help grow the ministry of decision mentoring and The Resolute Podcast. Thanks. See you next week.